You're listening to All Things Photo. This episode is sponsored in part by Breakthrough Photography. So if you're in the market for an incredible filter, head on over to eldridgephoto.com, find our sponsors page, and click the link to Breakthrough Photography. In this episode, I interviewed Ted Meister with Think Tank Photo. Well, good evening, Ted. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on your show. All right. Well, I am talking with Ted Meister from Think Tank Photo. And it's kind of a strange way that we ended up getting together is I was at a local photography store and I bought a MindShift filter nest that I was going to stick in my bags. And when I got home and opened it up, there's a little card in there that says basically, hey, if you're a if you do this for a living or if you do this as a hobby and, and you're interested, you know, give us a call uh, for affiliate links and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, hey, this is excellent marketing on their part, but I didn't want just an affiliate link or anything. I, having this podcast, it gives me a chance to talk to a lot of folks. I asked for the opportunity to do an interview with them. Ted jumped right on it. So Ted, thanks again for, for joining me tonight. Great. Yeah, really, really appreciate being on the show and uh, looking forward to our conversation. <laughs> All right. So we'll start with the basics. So tell us about you, what you do for the company, and are you a photographer? What kind of photography do you like? All that, that kind of good stuff. Okay. Well, again, I'm Ted Meister. I'm the marketing director at Think Tank Photo. I've been with the company for about five or six years now. Uh, and the, the full story is, is actually I designed the Think Tank logo you know, almost 20 years ago um, as a freelance job. And I was working full-time elsewhere at the time, so I didn't uh, do any more with Think Tank. But um, they remembered me, and they had a 10-year anniversary party, and they wanted to bring me back to thank me for the, the work I'd done. And at the same time, I was looking for a job, and they needed a marketing guy, and the two came together. So I've kind of been there ever since. Um, and it's been quite a ride. You know, it's a uh, Think Tank Photo is kind of a darling in the industry, and it's really great to, to have the customer support and um, the enthusiasm that our customers have for the company. And they're just so dedicated to the brand. I've never experienced anything like that in my, in my career. So it's been really a great ride just to work with customers who really like what you do. Um, and in fact, I am a, I am a photographer. I uh, did some photography back in, in the college days, which was actually all film back then. So um, it's kind of funny story is that I remember my first time at the, um, you know, I was actually printing a photo in the dark room and the, uh, the image started coming through the fixer and I was like, wow, it's like instant gratification, <laughs> um, you know, and compared to digital photography these days, you know, that's, that's quite a difference. So now you really do get the, uh, instant gratification. Uh, so it's been a lot of fun just, um, getting back in photography, which, you know, I was doing graphic design and photography together at, in, in college and my career drifted more towards graphic design. Um, but then as I got back in with Think Tank, it really gave me the opportunity to, you know, get back into photography more seriously. And I've done a lot of workshops and, uh, you know, went to Cuba on a trip with uh, the Sony Alpha uh, crew. And then I, I went on a couple, you know, nice outdoor um, trips into the Sierras and I've worked with some pretty good, uh, pretty good photographers just in my line of work. So it sort of re-stimulated my interest in photography. Um, and you'd ask what kind of photography I like best. I'd probably like to say landscape because it, you know, moves doesn't really move. Right. <laughs> it gives me a chance to sit down and and relax and think about stuff. Where you know, when you get into street photography or something, 
you know, it's, you really got to be quick uh, on the trigger. You got to have a really good um, technique and style to be able to, to pull that off. And commercial photography, you know, there's a lot of pressure there. You've got to deliver the goods. And as I've, you know, worked with Think Tank, yeah, I'm effectively the, uh, the art director on all our shoots. And that's a lot of work, you know, it's, you really got to come through and um, we have a particular style in our photography that we like to hit. Um, so, you know, that's been a, a challenge and a lot of fun. I'm kind of the photographer without a camera in that case. Oh, that's a, that's an interesting take on that. And I'm kind of with you on the whole landscape photography thing. You know, if you go out and the, the sun doesn't do what you want it to, well, of course it's going to come up every day like you want it to, but if the clouds don't do and work with the sun like you want them to, then you just kind of pack up and you go home and it's, you know, it's, it's not a wasted morning, but there's no pressure. But if right. you're a, if you're a wedding photographer and it just doesn't work out for you, yeah, you've got, you've got some more problems. <laughs> so. Yeah. I know. Can you imagine? I thought about that back in college about maybe if I did a wedding and I came back and all my roles were black. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. And that's the, the film days at, at the very least now with digital, you can look in, on your camera and say, okay, well, I think I got it. At least it, you know, produced on the back of the camera, but right. yeah. in the film days, you wouldn't know until you got to the dark room or if you happen to develop yourself, if you made a mistake with a chemical or anything like that, then, then you've got some legal issues ahead of you. <laughs> so. Yeah. You got problems. <laughs> All right. So, so um, what, yeah, Okay, so let me talk about Think Tank just a little bit because I, I've I've been in photography for a long time, and I didn't know anything about Think Tank, and I, I saw it in a I don't know if it was a magazine or on YouTube or whatever it was, but I kind of started looking at them, and at the time I was shooting weddings, which I don't recommend to anybody, but if there's people out there that do that, then more power to you. But it. That was not my scene, that is for sure. But I was shooting weddings and I couldn't, I didn't have a solution to carry all the stuff you got to carry with you and swap the lenses that you got to swap while you're, you're doing the ceremony and all that thing. And I, I found Think Tank and I got their little harness system and, you know, with all the pouches and I looked like I was about ready to, you know, invade an alien world or something when I had it on. But this stuff was, it was put together well. It, uh, it all had a purpose. It fit really well. And like I said, I may, I may not have looked great, but everything I needed was right there at my hands. And that was sort of my first foray into Think Tank. And I've had other products since then. I've had some shoulder bags, uh, the retrospective, which I love the shoulder bag, except that I hate shoulder bags. So I, I didn't keep that one, but the bag itself was phenomenal. And I have no complaints about the bag. I just kind of feel the same way about all the shoulder bags out there because it seems to always hurt my shoulder. But anyway, I, I digress. So what can you tell us about Think Tank as a company, how it got started uh, and wh where it's at now? Okay, well, you know, there's, a, there's quite a story there. I guess the, the main part of the story was that, you know, Doug Murdoch, who's our a founder, a CEO, and lead designer. Um, he was working with another camera bag company at the time, and he really got tired of the way this particular company would slash uh, features out of bags to save costs. And he really wanted to produce bags that were all about the best the bags could be, and really, you know, be a very feature-rich uh, type of carrying solution that served the workflow needs and, and travel needs of photographers. And so uh, in those days, he started off with, you know, the, uh, the modular system that you mentioned, because um, it's, it's a very practical workflow uh, solution. And, and he had teamed up with another designer that he'd worked with, Mike Strum. 
and um, two photojournalists. Um, one is Deanne Fitzmorris, and she's a Pulitzer Prize winner, and her husband, Kurt Rogers. And they were both you know, photojournalists working in the industry, and they were really able to help um, you know, identify what the basic needs were for photojournalists especially. And you know, being, um, being able to change lenses quickly, uh, have all the, all the gear on you as you, you know, roam about a, an event or a, a wedding or you know, a, a some kind of a scene, you know, that was really a great way to, to um, you know, for the photographer to go mobile, but they also needed to travel, you know, so uh, on airlines, you know, all around the world and in the country and so forth. So what was important there was that photographers are carrying, you know, tens of thousands of dollars with the gear with them, and they don't want to check it under the airplane. It needs to go with them in the cabin, up in the overhead, where it's secure and safe and within their reach. So that required the, the bags to be of certain size, um, you know, domestic and international is all different. Uh, but it, it was really sort of the um, really big uh, catalyst in growing the company was to create our divider system that, you know, protected the gear inside the roller. You could roll onto the airplane off to your event or your, your assignment, no matter where you were in the world, get your shot and come home and everything is, is safe and secure. So when you put those two together, in the case of maybe a, a uh, you know a wedding photographer, you would show up with all your gear in your roller or your shoulder bag if you can still manage to carry that much gear on your shoulders, and then you would sort of put it all into your your uh, modular system and in your harness, and then you could go work the scene. So um, that's kind of the genesis of the company is really focused around photojournalism, um, and that branched out into sports photography. You know, we've got bags that will accommodate large lenses. Uh, and sports photographers have the same, you know, issues. They need to travel to the games often, and and, uh, and that type of thing. And, and the thing about photojournalists is they are a very tight knit group. You know, before and after the events, they have a lot of time to co-mingle and talk about their gear and, and their work and stuff. So Think Tank got a lot of exposure amongst those that group, and it started to grow uh, just organically. And um, so we really, you know, photojournalism is sort of the core of our our brand. And it's and because of that, it's very it's very urban, has an urban um, marketing approach. And that was also by design um, based on other companies that are out there and they were doing a lot of outdoor stuff. So we needed to, to differentiate ourselves. So it went uh, strictly urban. Now, um, <clears throat> the, the question I know that's coming up, you mentioned mind shift before. Well, that was another attempt to get uh, into the outdoor market uh, with a different group of, of influencers. Uh, and, you know, at the, at the top of the company, but the same designers, the same company, you know, I was serving both companies when I first started and they were separate, you know, um, financially, especially. So you were really working, uh, you know, two companies at once, two different brands. And, uh, you know, as a, as a marketing person, you know, I can do that. That's not uh, too difficult to do, but uh, out there in the world, the perception I saw um, was that people didn't understand the relationship. And they would say, oh, yeah, this think tank stuff is great, but, you know, I'm a mind shift guy. I really like mind shift. <laughs> and so, you know, I kind of, you know, kind of chuckled to myself, but I realized that that's a problem because mind shift was the strongest brand and, and my, or uh, think tank was the strongest brand, sorry. And mind shift was kind of a sub brand and our distributors thought of them as separate. Our customers thought of them as separate, but I saw them as something that to gain efficiency within the company, it all needed to be under one brand. And so I, I just want to clarify for your group that Think Tank is the master brand and everything under that is a 
is a sub-brand or a product line. So we've made MindShift a product line because it, we wanted to keep that name because it still really has a lot of uh, traction out in the market. But uh, you know, if you look at the logo, it says MindShift by Think Tank or from Think Tank. So the, the visual relationship is there and we're starting to gain some some um, understanding in the market, but they may never totally come together. But the fact is you can buy Think Tank and MindShift on our website together or in any store, um, one carries the other. So, um, but they really do have somewhat different purposes. And um, you know, that the MindShift stuff is built for the outdoors. It's, it's rugged. Uh, a lot of it carries, uh, has room for hydration, bladders and so forth. Um, and it's built for outdoor adventure photographers, but that doesn't say, you know, the customer decides what bag they want to use. Right. You know, we've seen think tank bags up on, uh, you know, Mount Everest and, uh, and you know, mind shift bags at weddings. So really it's, it's up to the, the customer to, to decide which bag is best for them, but they should know that it comes from the, the same designers, the same manufacturers and the same company. Yeah, I was one of those individuals that didn't realize that they were the same company or at least associated with with each other in the beginning. And I can remember finding MindShift, and I it was the rotation at the time, I think it was. And I was like, man, this is this is very inventive. Uh, it's very unique, but I don't know anything about this company. And I don't know if that was my forum days where I was visiting forums. I try to kind of stay away from those these days just to be a happier person. But nevertheless... Uh, I found someone said, hey, did you know that they're a sister company or at least associated with Think Tank? And uh, I had no idea at the time. And that that was a good revelation because I knew Think Tank and I had them in such high regard because of the products that I've used and what I'd seen from their website. And every product I ever picked up from Think Tank always felt like it was just rock solid, you know, double stitching, extremely good materials, uh, high end and really thought out. And so I always thought of Think Tank as the top shelf. So when I found out MindShift was associated, that was that was a good bump. And I, I think uh, your idea or the the idea of the company to have it as MindShift by Think Tank or from Think Tank is a brilliant idea because you do have that. It, it's sort of different. You've got the Think Tank, like you mentioned, the urban, and you've got MindShift, which is dedicated more to the outdoor. But like you said, I mean, the, the think tank products are good enough. You can take a think tank and, and take it out in the, in the wilderness. I had the, the chance to do the retrospective 15 backpack, and I had a chance to take it out in the Everglades. And while you might not think it worked in the Ever, it works in the Everglades, it worked fine for me. So, um, yeah, absolutely. I think that bringing them together was a, a fantastic idea, and I'm glad you were able to, to get me straight on that. Yeah. Well, you did actually point out a couple of other points about the, both of the brands that it's very important. And, you know, you mentioned um, it very inventive uh, or innovative, you know, and that's that's always been one of the key pillars of our brand is that is uh, to invent something new or improve on something in such a way that it, it's a, it stands out in the marketplace as different. Um, so we we put a lot of emphasis on looking at the photographer's workflow and their gear and trying to figure out you know, how can we help them get to their gear faster and protect their gear better and, uh, you know, improve their, and help them get the shot. Um, and the other thing you mentioned was the quality of the materials and the design that we do. And, you know, we're down to every stitch, you know, we really um, have a really tight grip on quality. We choose the best materials that we can. 
uh, and our, our gear is all made in Vietnam. Um, and if you don't know, Vietnam has some of the best uh, sewn goods um, uh, people in the world. And they really have a, a great uh, skill level over there and they've um, never failed us in their production. So, um, and these aren't, these aren't brand uh, things that, that we push out to the market necessarily. It's what the market tells us about our brand. And so nothing could be better than have the customer tell you such strong attributes to your brand. And, and so we run with it. Uh, and our other, you know, uh, good side of the, of the brand is our customer service. You know, we're always there uh, to help you try to uh, find the right bag for your gear, no matter what size the gear is, what you've got. Uh, we've got people on hand that, that know all of that stuff. And they're, all, they're very engaging and um, you know, we're willing to help you uh, with a repair or a return or anything like that should that ever come up. Um, so that's, that's really what keeps the company going is, is you know, those three pillars of the brand. And it's great to hear it from you that you've actually experienced it. Yeah. And it, even in simple things such as, hey, I, I found a card in this uh, product that I bought. And I have to tell you, if it's a company or product that I believe in, as a podcast, I reach out to them because why not? You know, reach out. Hey, do you want to come on the show? Do you have an affiliate link? Is there any way that I can help you because I believe in your product? And the vast majority, I never hear anything back. So naturally, a company as, as big as Think Tank is in the industry, as soon as I sent the email, I thought, well, that'll go into the ether. I'll never hear back. And it was less than 24 hours. I had a, an email. We we're talking about uh, sending me a product to review. I, and naturally, I did have to send it back. And I prefer that because that way I can be unbiased when I give the review. And so I, I got the retrospective 15, sent it back and said, hey, what about being on the podcast? Absolutely. You know, let me introduce you to Ted. And here we are. And that that speaks volumes to me that, that the company responded the way it did instead of just going into the ether and then let me down a little bit, you know, like, oh, well, they didn't want to talk to me or they don't have the time. So I really I appreciate the customer service part of it. Yeah, you know, and like I said, we're a real uh, grassroots driven company, you know, we're not very big, there's, you know, probably 15 of us in the company by now, because we've lost a few people because of, uh, you know, the pandemic, they didn't die or anything, but you know, they've had to move on or, or whatnot, but right. we're a very small company, and we really rely on our customers um, to have a good relationship with the customers, and uh, folks like yourself that do podcasts and workshops, we're, we're really engaged with uh, in our affiliate program so that we're all kind of working together with the same goals in mind. And to be honest with you, I get a lot of content from our customers, whether they're still photos or even videos, well-produced videos that are like marketing gold for me. I mean, <laughs> this is, these are shots and videos from around the world that I could never go out and get. I don't have the money for that. And, you know, we're getting this stuff, you know, from our customers often for free, they just send it to us or we exchange it for bags and things like that we work together to make everybody happy um and it's just really a it's a real blessing i've never experienced that in my career like i mentioned um and i, and I really have met a lot of great people in this job that you know photographers work so hard and they're so gracious um to, to send you some of their best work or maybe it's not their best in their mind but in my mind it looks great it's professional we deal mostly with professional photographers and you know uh, high-end enthusiasts um, so it's just a, it's a great world to be in. It's a very small, um, you know, small industry. A lot of people don't, may not know that, you know, interchangeable lens cameras are, are declining despite all the news that comes out of, you know, the latest, uh, Nikon A or Z9 or, or the latest Sony camera or whatnot. But 
you know, the, the, the iPhone here uh, has, you know, done a big number on our business. So we're constantly uh, fighting against that, trying to stay alive. And we've got to keep producing the top level stuff to, to, to keep up with the professionals and the people that, uh, you know, spend a lot of their disposable income on photography gear. Right. And I actually want to go all the way back to something you said in the beginning about uh, photojournalists. So this this has to do with basically how the how the industry, how your customers see your company and how you work with them. So you, you, you mentioned that the photojournalists were a tight knit group. They get together. They talk about their gear. They talk about everything. Well, if you have one bad experience with either a piece of gear or a a customer service issue, I promise you that the photographers are going to talk to other photographers. And suddenly that level that you have or, or how the industry views you begins to decline if your customer service declines or if your product begins to have faulty or, or falters in any way. So absolutely, that is vital. And your customer service is vital, I think. And like I said, from my experience, it's it's absolutely wonderful. And I've never had a complaint about any of your products at all. So. Well, that's good to hear. You know, yeah, actually with the COVID pandemic, you know, as soon as those lockdowns went in place back in, what was that? 2020 or 2020. Uh, it's yeah. been so long, you know, our <laughs> business just dropped off the map. I mean, you know, uh, event photographers lost their events, no more weddings, no more sports events and sales just went completely through the floor. Yeah, for and me, it's been slowly growing back. It's a it's yeah. a good indicator to see you know that our business is improving, and actually this year we've had you know some of our our best successes have been this year, oddly enough. Um, and I don't know what's what's stimulating people, but maybe they're getting their jobs back. They want to gear up. Um, there's new camera bodies coming out. And everybody likes to buy a new bag for the new camera, and so I I think you know the industry is coming back pretty strong. Um, and we've got some other plans, you know, for the future that I'm happy to talk about coming up soon. But, um, okay. you know, we're, we are confident that we're going to stay, we're going to stay in the game. You know, this was kind of an equalizer for everybody. And, you know, we just uh, buckled up tight and uh, battened down the hatches and, you know, kept going. So we did a couple Kickstarter campaigns. That was kind of a, um, a lot of a big project. Uh, we introduced um, a bag called the, uh, well, we updated the, rotation bag to the, the second generation uh and that was pretty successful you know it's just uh, really took that product up to the next level um and it's it's very innovative and it's very uh you know a very interesting product when people actually see it in action it makes a lot of sense and otherwise they're like you've never seen anything like that so now that was pretty exciting the kickstarter is, a, is another tough business <laughs> i'd prefer not to do that again right <laughs> yeah and i think you know, you, you weathered the COVID storm. My, my business, on the other hand, I was doing the Nature Photography Show. Longtime listeners of this show will know that because it's all part of the same stream. And I went from having the best year in photography that I've ever had to $0 in 2020. And it's because of that, because the COVID shut everything down. But what I noticed in COVID was that a lot of folks that they had locked down and then they, they sort of released that a little bit and people were able to go, but they had to go places where there weren't a lot of people. So I see a lot of people that wanted to go out and they found themselves in nature and that could be part of the uh, resurgence here now is that all these folks go out in nature and then uh, suddenly they want something to record that and they, they use their phone for a while and then they start increasing and 
uh, you know, the, the gear problem that we all have where you, it's never enough. So you always have to have the next item. And uh, mm -hmm. eventually they get to the point where, yeah, they're going to get new cameras and now new bags. And then, like you said, everybody's getting back to work and, and trying to get back into what they love to do and try to avoid COVID in the process, of course. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's coming back together. And you're right, the outdoor industry, the workshops, they were sort of the first uh, first people to get back in business. And we saw that as a, a strong indicator that, you know, the, the traveling photographers, the events people will get back and, uh, you know, someday it'll return. And it's just been a little bit of a struggle with the, uh, you know, the variants and things like that. But I think people have figured out how to, how to uh, survive in the environment, you know, with masking and, and vaccines and things like that. And just, you know, staying in the outdoors or whatnot, uh, socially distancing themselves. And so, you know, even weddings are getting back to full steam. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about the retrospective 15 backpack that, that uh, you guys sent me to review. Uh, for those who are listening, if you just go to my website, eldridgephoto.com, you'll see the review that I wrote up there. I had aspirations of doing a video, but uh, during all of the craziness, I ended up selling some of my lights and I didn't have any way to do a good video. And so I didn't want to do a bad video and put that up. But anyway, I wrote, I wrote the review and I absolutely love this thing. It's, it's small. It's uh, kind of, it's really compact, but it's little, it's one little thing that, that I loved about it, which most people are like, why well, I don't understand why that's important, but I could set this thing down anywhere and it just stood up. I, I mean, you know, I just, I set it on the ground, I set it on the table and it just stands up and believe it or not, that's, that's uh that was a big selling point for me. Um, it fits my, uh, Nikon Z6 II with an attached 7200 and the lens hood. So it's a lot bigger than, than it maybe looks in the photos. Um, but the reason I wanted to bring that up is you sent it to me. I did a review, I sent it back and, once again, I want to talk about the top shelf quality from Think Tank, and that's what you got. I mean, it's like every single aspect of this thing was designed with top shelf in mind, even as far as the dividers. The dividers inside had a little design on them that I thought was, it was very, uh, you know, retro kind of design, hence the retrospective. But it was just the quality of even the dividers in this thing I thought was great. And the fact that it stood up was, was awesome. <laughs> so. right. Well, yeah, the one thing that's nice about it stands up on its own is, uh, you know, part of it's a two access bag. So you can access through the back panel and you can get to all your gear that way. Or if you stand the bag up and you fold the flap back, you can access through the top. So if you've got your 7,200 with the lens on or the lens hood on it, you know, and you need to stop real quick and pull that thing straight out the top, you know, it's really handy that way. So, um, you know, and it's, it's, so it's got multiple uh, ways to, to access your camera gear. You're, as you mentioned, it's, it's very stylish. That's one reason I really like the bag. I like that, you know, old uh, canvas look, you know, we've put a lot of effort into our, it's kind of a proprietary stonewash canvas. Um, it may look like other, other canvases, but you know, we put it through a, a really rigorous process to give it a unique look. Um, in the past, they've come in several colors, but now we're down to uh, pine stone green and black. And that seems to be, you know, pine stone green sells really great. Mm -hmm. People like it. So we just keep producing it. You know, we've got a number of the shoulder bags in that design. And then uh, we naturally needed a backpack. Uh, and, and so we updated the whole series um, to kind of, you know, go together. And the backpack's been a really great seller. It's actually the bag that I use. 
Um, and I took that on a horse packing trick because it looked like something a cowboy would have, you know? So, <laughs> right. uh, yeah. And I, I was, I was, I was surprised that you actually, um, use it in the Everglades where things probably get a little bit wet, but you know, most of our bags come with, um, rain covers and they're coated with a, you know, polyurethane coating. So they're weather resistant and, uh, that canvas is tough as nails. You know, you could drag that stuff, um, all over the place and, and it's going to, um, going to, you know, last you for a long time. So yeah, it could withstand that the rigors of the Everglades uh, get dirty and look even better than it did when it came out of the box. <laughs> That's right. And uh, you can tell everybody it survived sawgrass just fine. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sawgrass, that stuff will cut you wide open. <laughs> it will. Um, no, actually what I liked about it is, you know, I, I mentioned having the shoulder bag and that I hate all shoulder bags, but I loved the style of that thing. And I used it uh, when I f was in weddings, I would use it sometimes to, to change everything out. And so I kept it around for a few years, but if, if this had been available when I'd shot weddings, I would have absolutely had it because it looks stylish. It looks cool. And it's, it's the little things that make me like it more, such as the top flap that you mentioned you have access to. You can unzip it and use a little Velcro thing on it. So now you can open it and close it silently. And in the middle of a ceremony, that is a huge deal. Um, or you can even zip it up completely if you want and, and have it a little bit more secure if that's what you're looking for. But I like the fact that it does all of these things and just the simple things like that that somebody had to think about and uh, produce, I, I really like that about the bag. Yep, yep. And we test all that stuff out too, you know, to try to give it as much of a thorough run through before we release it to the market and find out there's something wrong. But um, yeah, it's, you know, there's there's stylish accoutrements to it. Um, you know, it's got some interesting hardware on it um, that's pretty modern. Um, as you mentioned, there's some, there's some leather attributes. Um, you know, the zippered closure on the top is, is really nice in addition to the flap because you know, what always seems to happen to me is I'll be driving along with that thing on the, the seat of passenger <laughs> seat of my car and I'll hit the brakes and it goes flying forward and you know, your camera gear goes flying out all, all over the place. But I just leave that thing zipped up and keeps it all in the bag, which is nice. Yeah. Um, okay. So what, if you go to Think Tank's web website, which is thinktankphoto.com, if you go to that website, you're going to lose yourself for a few hours because it's not just the bags, you know, you've got the Think Tank, the Mind Shift, but you've got all kinds of accessories and everything that are, that's, that's available from them. And I spent a good bit of time today getting lost because naturally I'm looking for another bag. And I've got a few in mind from Think Tank that I'll end up uh, getting, but that's neither here nor there. I was looking at the site today just to kind of be up on everything before I talked to, to you tonight. But there is so much there that people can get easily get lost in. Do you have a favorite product right now? Um, is there one in particular that stands out to you? Well, I think actually my favorite bag, it's a backpack and it's, it's called the Backlight Elite 45. Um, the backlight series has four bags from, you know, 18 liters to 26, 36, and then the 45 and the 45 is special because it's made of an all different material. It's, we use that. I think it's called X pack, but it's commonly known as sailcloth. It's got the diamond shape in it and it's just super, super, uh, rugged weatherproof. I mean, this is the bag we've, we've sent this all over the Alps and, you know, uh, skiers have been using them and, and mountaineers have been using them. And it was designed to be, you know, the most rugged bag we could come up with. 
um, adventure, you know, backcountry people are taking it out and uh, it can, it has extra carrying capacity where you can strap on skis and poles and, you know, jackets and ropes and helmets and stuff like that. So if, if you're really sort of the extreme adventure photographer, you know, the backlight elite 45 is the bag for you. And I would say that even in the Everglades, I mean, that's, that's a bag I think you, you might want to try because it's got much more capacity. If you're shooting wildlife and you need to have some larger lenses in there, it's got room for the lenses. Um, and so, um, yeah, that's, that's my favorite. It was one of the most interesting bags to, to work on from a marketing perspective, because we actually took it out in the mountains and ran it through its paces. And it was just a lot of fun to use and, and, uh, and to see the customers using it now in some of the most extreme environments that are out there. So I would check into that. Um, a, a close, you know, a close, uh, similar bag to that would be the rotation series bags, which uh, comes in a 22 liter, uh, 34 liter and a big 50 liter plus that expands wow. to about uh, almost 60 liters, uh, but has the rotation feature so that if you're, you know, sort of hiking along and you see a shot, you know, a bear jumps out or something, you got to get to your camera quick. <laughs> you don't even have to take the backpack off. You can just spin that bucket around, you know, it swings out from the backpack to the front of your body and get your camera out and you can get that camera out in three seconds and get that shot, put it back in and you're back on your way. Uh, and for a guy like me, you know, that's kind of critical because I don't get hiking along. I get more into trucking and, uh, and getting somewhere than I am in photography and, and will often miss those shots just because I'm, I'm kind of too lazy. Yeah. You don't want to so, set the back down, the bag down and have to get through everything. And yeah, I understand. Right. You set the bag down, it gets dirty and wet, you know, and people are like, well, that's a lot of hassle and, you know, I don't want to do that. So um, that's been a, you know, a really good um, addition to our, to our product line. Uh, and again, um, you know, we did that on Kickstarter and now we sell it on our website and it's available pretty much around the world and in, in uh, you know, different camera shops around the world. So um, that's been a good bag for us. Um, you know, and if it really depends on what you're doing, most of our customers actually have a number of our bags because they've always got something different that they need. If it's a roller bag, you know, I really like the advantage roller because, you know, it's, it's small. It fits my Sony gear really well, uh, fits in the overhead of the, you know, of the, of the jet and I'm flying in and, you know, and it's, it's a really nice roller bag with all the great features of our rollers. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really up to the photographer to decide you know, what works best for me in which particular situation I'm going into. Yeah. I think the, the problem people have sometimes is they're always looking for that bag that does absolutely everything. And there really isn't one. And you can tell that when you go to your website, because there are so many different varieties of bags. And I know I've had closets full of bags to the point where I'm giving them away, trying to find somebody that wants them, you know, and it's not because i I didn't like the bag, but because I have so many others that I've found a use for. So yeah, you've got the ones that, okay, well, this one will be my Everglades. Well, this might be great for taking pictures of birds and all that. But if you're going to go into the Everglades and water up to your waist, well, you might need a different bag or a lighter bag or yeah, there's all kinds of, uh, there's plenty of reasons to have more than one bag. And uh, I like the fact that you have so many different kinds and it gives people the ability to, to look at them on that top shelf level. And you know, when you buy it, it's going to be really good quality and it will serve, serve the purpose you bought it for. But it's not all about the one bag. It's a, you know, you've got the, 
the mind shift, the think tank, the rollers, the security. You know, I'm right now I'm trying to think of a way that I could uh, the back the backlight elite 45 that you mentioned is at the top of my list. I look at it a couple of times a day because it's one I'm considering. So I'm thinking, is there a way to take the insert and put it in a roller? And can I take the roller and put that in my check? And so I'm I'm uh, overthinking it, I'm sure, but I'll end up with probably one of everything before this is over. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Well, you know who to contact. We can certainly help you out with yeah. <laughs> you know, for a review or something. You know, we're good about that. All right. So uh, what's on the horizon? What Do you have anything coming up that you can uh, talk about? I, I know you can't talk uh, major details or anything, but is there something coming that we can hear about? Well, in fact, yeah, the, the biggest move we're going to make is we're going to enter the travel market, just the general travel market. We're not going to, we're not getting out of photo. That's still our primary customer, always will be. Um, but, you know, most of the bags that we've created are actually travel bags. Our rollers in particular is our luggage. And so we've been so successful with, you know, protecting people's expensive gear on many, many, many trips around the world. Uh, these things hold up forever. And so why not get into the travel market, which is a much bigger market, um, and really just sort of um, leverage, you know, the, the, the techniques and, and uh, the features that we've developed um, and get that into travel. And um, one of the, the most recent products we came out with, which is another Kickstarter campaign, was for a, a super carry-all duffel uh, called the Freeway Long Haul. And that is a, the, there's a 75 liter version and there's a 50 liter version. And what these duffel bags were made for, they're open top duffel bags, made for put all the kind of gear that you need to get out on the, like a road trip, for example, like camping gear or ski gear or motocross gear, fishing gear, hunting gear. I mean, you can, people in RVs would love this. You can put all kinds of stuff, groceries, um, and so that's been out now um, since uh, 2020, and it's been really well received by our photography customers because they're putting a lot of grip gear in there. You know, yeah. um, they're seeing it as a, as a camera bag in a way for you know all of their uh, all their stuff for like video and, and lighting and things like that. But it was really originally intended for a road trip bag. Um, go to the beach, load it up with all your stuff, and you get your kids out there and have a great day at the beach. And so it comes with, you know, the think tank quality. I mean, it's going to hold up forever. This thing is a tank. Um, and that was kind of our first foray into travel. Now, coming up in 2022, we are launching a travel series based on the retrospective line. So we're going to have it um, various bags um, built, uh, built out of the, um, the stonewashed cotton canvas with that, in that interior that you mentioned. Um, it all looks good, works together, looks good together. There's uh, two sizes of a duffel bag. There's a 50 and a 75 duffel bag. There's a weekend bag. Um, there's a tote bag. And there's some other accoutrements that are going to go along with this. And so, you know, that's kind of like, you know, those, those are out there in the market. There's, it's a huge market. And, you know, it, they come with the think tank quality. And they're going to be kind of priced think tank wise. I uh, have to admit, it's not going to be your Amazon basics. Right. But um, if you want quality, if you want, um, you know, this, this premium product, you know, there's a place for that. And um, so we're going to hit that market pretty hard in 2022. Um, and we do have some ca more camera bags coming out. Uh, you'd mentioned uh, the need for silence in your, in your bag when you're uh, shooting a wedding. Well, I, I can't totally disclose what's coming up, but we have a bag that's more silent than, uh, 
than a Velcro solution or a snap or a button or anything like that. It's, it's, it's really pretty interesting. Um, so there'll be a shoulder bag, which you're not going to want, but you're going to want the watch. <laughs> you want the backpack. Um, so watch for that in 2022. We'll certainly uh, set you up with, uh, you know, something to review. Okay. And, uh, you know, we just, uh, we keep pushing the envelope. We've got a lot of things on our, on our product roadmap, um, you know, expanding on more photo, um, expanding into travel. And, uh, you know, we're, we're here to stay. We want to, you know, our customers really like the company. And we think that, you know, starting off with our traveling photographers, they're going to embrace this new line and it's going to eventually get out into the general public. Yeah, I know. I was looking on the website and I saw that duffel and I was like, oh, that seems a very strange thing for a, to hold camera gear. You know, that's what my initial thought was. And then I, I started looking at it. I was like, oh, no, this is just a it's a travel bag. And I showed my wife and, and she was like, oh, good grief. <laughs> so, <laughs> not another bag. <laughs> yeah, not another bag. But she looked at it and she goes, you know, I could really use that because my kid plays travel hockey. So we're gone all the time. We're well, sometimes we're just overnight trips and we got all this luggage. And she she looked at that and she said, you know, that would work perfect for us just to be able to toss some stuff in there and go overnight for the, the hockey tournament. So there's absolutely a market out there. And I know that uh, my wife is interested in one. So I'll, I'll end up with one of those, too. So I do, we'll have to see about frequent flyer programs. <laughs> yeah. Well, the holidays are coming. Hint, hint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, Ted, I'm going to, we'll close this out. Uh, I want to thank you for taking the time. I know that uh, you're out West, so you're in the, the Pacific time zone and it's probably, you're ready to go home and, and uh, relax and get ready to go back to work tomorrow. But I want to thank you for taking the time and uh, talking with me today and talking about not only Think Tank, but MindShift and about what you guys are planning on doing in the future. So thank you very much for your time. That's really great. Thanks for having me on the show. And uh, again, just reach out anytime you want to review something or you need something. And we're happy to, to work with you on stuff. All right. I will. I'll reach out because I'm very interested in that backlight 45. So that, that one's right up my alley. It's the kind of photography I like to do. So I may, may see if I can get one to do, to do a review. And, uh, I told my wife, I know as soon as I review something like that, I'll just end up buying it. So that's just, it, it's kind of like a pre-buy. We'll, we'll call it that. A test drive. It's a test drive. That's right. All right. Well, right th on. thanks Ted. And, uh, for everybody out there, get off the couch, grab your camera, escape, explore, and create.